Hello, people of the internet. My name's Isaiah. And my name is Matt. And this is episode 103 of the Mildly Ignorant Podcast. Woo! It feels weird doing this because it's been like three weeks since we recorded a pod. Yeah, we episode. took a little breaky break. Yeah. Well, it all ended up being okay in the end. Sort well, of. We were sick for a while. For like well, a week like and a last, half. Last week I was sick, but we still ended up posting an episode because that was the episode that was supposed to go up the week before that I forgot to edit. <laughs> so, realistically, we missed one episode two weeks ago. Last week there was an episode. So, like doesn't really feel like a big break to people listening i guess but to us it was three weeks almost of not having an episode yeah recorded they but get Matt, what they get <laughs> i have a question for you what if you and i'm saying this straight out of another pod another pod literally has the same question that i saw on instagram or like tiktok or something if you could pour five different liquids out of each finger what would they be you can't just ask me this like on the spot yes all right asking you right on the spot like what's the limitations what's the there's no limitations any five liquids on earth you can pour out of your fingers one for each finger unlimitedly unlimited yeah unlimited for the rest of your life okay well one of them would have to be like fresh clean water Mm hmm one of them would be chocolate Safe milk. Safe choice. Chalky milk, that's 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 expected, yeah. Exactly, kind of a go-to. <laughs> um, what other liquids do I need? Is, you know what, a liquid? <laughs> I could just get that myself. Um, <laughs> Piss? No, but it does come out of there. Um, uh, this is hard. Do you have any? I can't think of any others. Gas would be one of them. I know you're not. You don't drive, but gas would be good. A good thing to have to save yeah, this money. Is, this is so difficult. What are yours? Did you do you have any? I said gas, dude. Hello. Yeah, gas. Isaiah. Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Why did you take so long? What do you mean? I've been like asking if you were there for like 15 seconds. You want to yeah, reset I've the been, episode? I've been answering you for 15 seconds. Well, I honestly haven't heard you. You must have muted wow. or something. No, I didn't mute my mic. We're keeping this in. Though. That was that was funny. That's a funny bit right there. <laughs> gas was what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. Like oil. Yeah. Oil, gas, because saves you money. Yeah. Uh. Would you be a kind of guy that want to ha- want like alcohol to come out of your fingers? I mean, also a very good like monetary Jesus esque situation. <laughs> Turn this water into wine, kind of thing, yeah. or whatever it was. Would like, you want wine to... or like straight alcohol? I mean, it would be some sort of drinkable wine, like the, the fanciest the, wine in the world, <laughs> the blood of Christ. Like, I, <laughs> the, no, the thing is, I'm, like, I don't even like. I don't even like wine. After Matt puked it up in a fucking <laughs> grocery store yeah. bathroom. Yeah. At six in the morning. Um, well, this is going to lead me to Google most expensive liquids, and I may regret, regret this. 
regret. It, it's Daniel probably just it's probably just going to say like liquid, like gold and stuff like okay. that. Blood, gamma, hydrobutric acid. I know I'm scorpion venom. Black printer ink. That's funny. That's a good one. Printer ink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually, I think that back. Hold on. My five fingers would literally be <laughs> water, gas, and then black, blue, pink, and yellow ink. Oh each finger. God. So I can never have to pay for a goddamn um, printer cartridge ever again. <laughs> insulin is like a good one. But I, the thing is, like, I don't want to end up being milked, you know? Why would you want insulin? Like, I want to be free. Maybe a poison, because then I could, like, kill people. Yeah? Yeah. All right, you're back now. Okay. This time yeah, what you is happening? Discord is just doing its own thing, I guess. It's just, it's just going crazy Garbage. mode. What yeah, I don't saying? know. I I, would, <laughs> I was gonna say like I don't want to end up being milked, so I was thinking like some sort of poison <laughs> or something, right? Like I don't want to be like stuck in this contraption, having to like replace all of Earth's water coming out of my finger forever. LSD is apparently worth a hundred thousand dollars per gallon. Yeah, but like, do you want to be a drug cow, <laughs> basically? <laughs> That's why you do a little tricky trick. You tell them that uh, your index finger is the LSD, but it's actually your pinky, and the index finger is poison, and they die. Okay, water, <laughs> chocolate milk, oil, insulin. Ooh, and then I got like I got one to go. I don't know. Be human blood. You could just cut your finger for that. Yeah, no, but like I could donate mm. and like give blood. You're gay and though. You can't do that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I, I've got you. fucking. I've got chocolate milk and water coming out of my other fingers, but I can't donate blood. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Even though um, it's technically not your blood, I guess. Now I'm googling most useful liquids. <laughs> most useful liquids. It's gonna be like piss or something. <laughs> most useful liquids in the world. Most useful liquids. Milk. I found this pretzy presentation <laughs> from this like four-year-old. Juice. Juice. I would want apple juice, man. No iced tea. Ooh, iced tea. <laughs> iced tea goes hard. I'm with you on that one. Iced tea finger. Hell yeah, brother. All right, well, I'm glad I got your answer on that. That was... That's uh, hard. Don't ever was, do that again. It was essential, to be honest. I needed to know. <laughs> so I had to ask live on the pod to make sure I got that out of the way. Perfect. But let's move into our actual topics for today. Yeah. Speaking of blood, that's my transition there. Okay. Uh, I'm like, where are you going with this one? <laughs> Diablo 4 is doing their like blood season right now or something like that. Like it's season of blood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, event thing, whatever. And 
they're doing this giveaway. Uh, it's like for it's this- a giveaway competition fundraiser thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like donating, you like you donate blood essentially. I think for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the Diablo Four Blood Harvest Blood Drive. Yeah. They aim to collect 666 quarts of blood. It's around 640 liters. The entire Diablo community will benefit from this um, because once certain milestones are hit, they'll unlock various cosmetic items for the game, and there's a big grand prize once 666 quarts have been donated that um, people who have donated can um, be put into this. Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Giveaway. Mm, yeah. And what's they the grand it, prize? Well, a two, I'll, I'll go over the list first. So at sure. 220, at 220 quarts, you get a weapon skin. At 440 quarts, you get a barbarian outfit. At 666 quarts, you'll get this new mount. And then that's when the gaming PC raffle will start. Yeah. And if you're the lucky, lucky winner of this gaming PC, you get an i9 NVIDIA GeForce RTX 4090, 64 gigabytes of RAM, M2 SSD with three terabytes of storage. And then what's catching everyone's attention, a custom water cooling system that is not water, but is in fact human blood. Or so, like infused with real human yeah, blood. Yeah, infused with, hu- with real human blood, yeah. Probably because blood isn't really a thermal yeah. liquid or whatever the fuck it is. So like this, like the prize makes no fucking sense. It's just like the most gimmicky thing. It's a really good cause, but like, it's so weird. What is going on? Like, who thought that was a good idea? But like, if if there actually is real human blood in the water cooling system, like, doesn't like doesn't I don't know. Blood that just feels bad. I don't know. Like, probably I I would assume so, especially not if it's not in a body. It's like. I mean, Obviously, they wouldn't be able to do it if, like, if it wasn't declared safe. But I'm just like, how did they, how, like, who, who's, whose idea was this? And, like, how did they go about doing it? I went to the terms and conditions because I yeah. want to see. Yeah. Okay, it's only in the U.S., okay. Yes, it's U.S. only. So, I was like, because you can't ship biohazards across like <laughs> country lines, right? Human yeah. blood is a biohazard. Like you have to be like a hospital or like a research center or whatever to be able to do that. Yeah. So it's only US only. So realistically, they can they could build a PC with blood on it and, and blood in it, sorry, and ship it around, it'd be fine. But like why? I want to see like why in the terms of conditions. I don't understand. Like blood is going to give me too many words, right? Yeah. But I'll click through them quickly. I just want to see somewhere in the terms and conditions where it talks about it. Infuse it real human blood. Blood counter. Okay. It's not really telling me any much info. No. I went through the whole terms and conditions, yeah. Well, that's weird. Um But yeah, I don't really understand who why they came up with that idea. Like who'd want that? Uh but yeah, it's happening. I guess. I mean, what a I way just, to I just get everyone's attention. Like it's working. Well, yeah, it's working. Yeah, it's just 
I don't know if I'd feel comfortable having a PC knowing there's blood <laughs> in my house, you know? Like, especially not my blood. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be like... What does that matter? It's not like you're drinking it or like... No, but like, I know, like... <laughs> if, your water, if your water cooling system like leaks or whatever. Or that you have to like, to replace it ever so often. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I know it's going to be perfectly safe. They're not going to put like fucking HIV positive blood in there. Yeah, or anything it's not like just going to be like, <laughs> yeah. like open. You turn the PC on, it's just leaking blood. Like, it's fucking what's his face? Uh, God damn it! What's his name? The fucking CEO of uh, uh, Blizzard. Oh, I I do not know. I forget his fucking name. But I'm just more concerned with a liquid-cooled PC with real human blood. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. Is he going to make you want to uh, play Diablo said, 4? Somebody said it's probably the same as Lil Nas' sneakers, which were, like, made with human blood, where it's, like, using a single drop of blood. And it'll <laughs> probably be in some cosmetic piece and not the cooling loop. What a gimmick. Infuse that. Well, they, they specify that it's the water cooling that's infused with it. They're going out of their way yeah, to specify. Yeah, but it could be like the, the water cooling container. Like the fucking <laughs> plastic mixed with blood to hold it. Or like those like cups you had as a kid where like uh, <laughs> it was like two layers. Like you could put like your li- liquid in it, but like on the outside there's like this. Usually it's like an alcohol so it doesn't go bad. That has like flowing bits in it. Yeah. Yeah, like they have like a separate container that looks like that is full of blood, <laughs> but it isn't mis- ma- mixed with the water. Yeah. Oh, this you is just funny. straight up have a vial of wa- blood in your <laughs> PC. <laughs> I saw a, a Reddit c- comment saying, this is great news for the remaining 27 Diablo 4 players. Is it that much of a dead game already? I think so. I don't know. Because, yeah, I can't, that, that, that game kind of came and went like a... Yeah, fucking, no one's talking about it. Let's look up player count. Player count. Diablo 4 live player count. There are 185,000 players right now playing. Diablo 4 has lost over 1.3 million players in the last 30 days. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, it still has a big base, but yeah, it's falling really fast. When did it come out again? Uh... I think around the time that Overwatch 2 came out, no? June 5th. Like right, yeah, June 5th. I think it was like right around or a month after like Overwatch 2 came out, which got people real pissed off about this, right? Mm-hmm. People were like... And wasn't this the... Ver- wasn't this... Oh, no. Was it Diablo 4 that they released on mobile that was like a fucking huge cash grab? That needs like $800,000 uh, no, just to... That was that was Diablo Immortal? Yeah, okay. And yeah. we talked about how it takes like $800,000 or whatever to buy everything in the game or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking huge cash cow. <laughs> Ridiculous. Crazy. Speaking of bad games, though. Yeah. Another transition. Hell yeah, baby. Another contender for game of the year. The bad edition. The bad edition. Evil edition. <laughs> the, the evil game of the year. <laughs> evil game of the year. It's competing with Golem. And I think... Yeah. Golem has its money cut out for it because at least Golem was functional, sort of, yeah. kind of. Well. But King Kong, well, Skull of Skull of Skull Island: Rise of Kong, yeah, just came out on October seventeenth. 
so about 10 days ago. Uh, and yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a fucking trash game. So if you don't know about this game, just look up literally, just look up the title of the game on YouTube and just look at the pictures. You'll see how garbage it looks. <laughs> looks straight out of like a PS1, PS2 era game. Yeah. It like, looks like, do you remember like really bad, like nineties animation, like Beast Wars? Yeah, like Beast Wars, yeah. It looks exactly like Beast Wars. And like that was like fucking 20, almost 30 years ago. Yeah. And like the main thing that people, that got people talking about this was this one cutscene in the game where they didn't even bother putting in a, like a a model. Like they just yeah. straight up put it in the JPEG for, they put the concept art JPEG of the character on screen instead of the actual like character model. It's so jarring because, like, it has this there's this dinosaur. It zooms in and then the dinosaur roars and then it cuts to King Kong who, like, turns around and sees this dinosaur about to strike. But it's just literally it's like concept art picture of the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, it's just the JPEG. It is so funny. So, yeah, this game is ass and I watched gameplay of it because people were just trying to see how bad it was. And, yeah, yeah. It, it is so unfinished garbage. Like, you have you're like uh your mini map that you can open yeah but it doesn't even tell you where you are on the map uh-huh. so you don't it's, it's completely useless it just doesn't tell you where you are on the map itself yeah none none of the objective markers load so you don't know where you're going half the time the combat is like busted upon like belief yeah. uh there's like you glitch through the terrain all the time like it's a completely broken game wish uh, if you dig a little bit deeper, you would realize this game is made by Game Mill Entertainment. The publisher, sorry, is Game Mill Entertainment. And they are known to release pure fucking garbage. Like, mm-hmm. they do not release anything good. So, for example, they released uh, the Nickelodeon All-Star Ball game. They oh. were the publisher for that. So that flopped hard. Uh, they released classics like American Ninja Warrior for the Wii monster jam crush it uh and a bunch of like super generic games like that like another one frozen olaf's quest so like their all most, these their most recent game like if you go to the game mill website it's nickelodeon kart racers slime speedway 3 yeah and <laughs> next week november yeah some, the first week of november they managed to get a hold of the, the walking dead property and they're making a walking dead game Oh god! And just the trailer alone looks garbage, too. Like holy shit, they they couldn't even like manage to put enough like footage together to look nice for the trailer that just came out. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, it, they're they're known they're known to make terrible games. Uh, there's this one game. It was actually an old 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 meme on the internet, like back in 2005. They released this because they've been around for a long time. Game yeah. Entertainment. They released this like trucking game this like driving and trucking game that doesn't work you like you load in and you cannot move you can't accelerate you can't decelerate you just load there and you're just stuck there and it became like a meme on the internet apparently for like a long time of like how bad a video game can get yeah so to add to this whole skull island thing devs have come out and said that the game was only in development for less than a year and it clearly shows and it clearly shows yeah so 
Game Mill has been known or accused in the past of having a very bad workplace environment, like forcing them to churn out shit left and right nonstop. Yeah. Uh, so this kind of adds to that growing pile of evidence, I guess, that Game Mill is a shit company. And yeah, so it clearly shows that this game was only developed like for a year. It's obvious. Uh, and again, this goes back to uh, the whole topic we had a few weeks ago, I guess, regarding like Baldur's Gate and how, you know, fucking publishers lose their minds saying, oh, we can't release games of that size all the time. You can expect this quality from us. Mm-hmm. And it's like these imaginary deadlines that they make up and they force the devs to crunch until that deadline. Yeah. Well, the thing about Baldur's Gate 3 is like it's been in development for like three years, right? At least. I don't know how long it was, but I assume, yeah. And I know that, like... And even three years is quick for a game that size. Yeah, exactly. But, like, they've been, like... They have the, the, they have the engine done, though, I think. Yeah. But, like, they were, like, in the studio, like, fully mo-capped. Like, they got the voice actors to do the mo-cap for their characters. Like, it was, like, a huge, extensive process. And apparently, um, I was reading that... You know how you can play as the origin characters in Baldur's Gate 3? Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you play as Carlac, your character, like, she actually says the responses, and they got mm-hmm. rid of that for everyone else for some reason, but they, like, kept Carlac. But all of the origin characters were going to actually, like, say their responses, and I think when it came to Tav, like, the the player character, it, like, didn't feel authentic because people wanted to, like, roleplay how their character would say it, so they just, like, got rid of all those voice lines. So, like, the game would have been fully voiced by the complete origin cast and like the eight voice actors who did like Tav's voice like that's just that that's an insane amount of work and yeah. then they just like scrapped it and like they kept it in one character and it's just like holy shit and like that's just voice acting alone let alone like any video game like engine or physics things to worry about like stuff like that or like excluding all the mocap and shit like that they have to worry about so it's just like a game that's been in development that long, but still given like all the love because they have, they were really open during early access about their like player feedback. And that's why it, mm-hmm. it turned into such a good game was because it was in development for a really long time, but they were also constantly asking for feedback and getting that from their fans. Yeah. So I just sent you the, the trailer for the walking dead game they're making. That's coming out soon. Just go to one minute in like, f- Pause it at one minute in. Yeah. And look at the character model for Sean. Oh, God. That does not look at all like Sean. <laughs> I don't even know who Sean is. Like Rick's best friend in the show. Oh. The, guy that, the, yeah, the yeah. same actor that plays Punisher. Yeah. So you can see how far off it is. But yeah. So this company is known, well, the publisher is known at least to just make pure fucking garbage, churn, just churn out shit left and right, so. Yeah, this does I mean, not look good. The amount of, like, time, jump cuts and filters. Yeah. Every time we say it, we say that gaming can't get any lower, it, it does. Like, yeah. the gaming industry just plummets the new depths that we haven't well, seen you, before you yet think with everything that we're capable of that the standards would be a little bit higher and i'm not saying like every game needs to be perfect but like come on 
Like we were kind of past the like fucking 2004 PS2 graphics. And yeah. Like unfinished like renders and like using pictures in a fucking <laughs> cutscene. Like hello. <laughs> yeah. And like I think part of it to blame is uh like part of the reason we can blame like this bad quality is those crazy deadlines. And this is gonna be yeah. oh, the yeah. transition a little bit into our next topic. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. We take that for example. I was reading a report somewhere saying Nintendo said, Hey man, there's no deadline for this. Here's the game. This is what we want to do. Go fucking crazy. They said it to the devs, apparently. Yeah. Nintendo imposed no deadline on the devs to make Super Mario Bros. Wonder. And, and guess it what? It fucking shows. It goes it crazy. Be, Just, it's the fastest selling game, Mario game in Europe. Like, Yeah. And like, I think Nintendo does this for most games. That's what the report was saying is that they don't impose deadlines most of the time. Yeah. Unless, Unless it's, it's like, like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. Then that's a different story. <laughs> but... Yeah. They're like in-house games. They don't, they don't uh, impose a deadline on. That's why games like Metroid Four have been in the fucking development, development. hell for yeah years. I mean, probably not in development hell. I just more like they're taking their time developing it, right? Like, and it's crazy seeing that like mindset difference between Nintendo. That's like not really a company that people think is a nice company like to their customers yeah but they take pride in what they produce anyways right like they're not they're very conservative as a company yeah but, like they obviously care about their product like yeah exactly yeah they and they don't yeah they don't always treat their customers the best but like they're like kind of like apple in the sense that like you know what you're gonna get is i mean at least back in the day <laughs> like high quality <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like a premium product for at like a premium price you know that the game will be functioning at launch with a nintendo exactly. title you're never worried about it being broken and eating day one patches or anything like that unless it's pokemon <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. that's game freak technically so we can, yeah it uh, is a different yeah studio. yeah and i know this is less of a video game industry thing and more of a japanese culture thing but apparently four developers from Super Mario Bros. Wonder that developed that game were the same yeah. four developers that developed the original Super Mario Bros. years and years and years and years and years ago. That's awesome. That's crazy longevity. And like, yeah. obviously, that that's just the Japanese culture thing, right? Like, you stay in the same company your entire life, essentially. Yeah. That wouldn't exist in North America. But I think part of that, like, definitely, that definitely has a part in why Wonder has been such a huge success i think yeah because you literally i mean every mario game you play follows the same formula for the most part but like each one is unique in its own way and it's like i don't want to say they reinvent the wheel because they don't but they adorn the wheel in new embellishments every single time and they make you want a new wheel you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just shocked at how creative they can be like i think nintendo is probably one of the more creative companies out there yeah like whenever you think they're oh man they, they can't make another super mario bro game there's nothing left to do but they always find new ways to like make it exciting again make well, it interesting like, again i still and i still think splatoon is probably the most prevalent example of just how authentic nintendo is because they saw like they looked at the market and they saw like 
like Call of Duty, fucking Modern Warfare, Battlefield, like all these fucking like first person shooters. And they're like, okay, well, we're not going to do quite that. Let's do like a 4v4, like third person shooter. But like instead of focusing on like the guns and that kind of intense gameplay, like we're going to make sure it's always fun and we're going to add in a mechanic that like the gameplay cycle is just fun to just keep doing it which is like inking turf and then swimming in that ink and then inking more and swimming in that like just that concept itself it's like it's extremely simple and then they just build on top of it and build on top of it and it's the same thing with super mario right it's basically just like get from point a to point b and what can you do you can crouch you can jump you can hit these blocks but like every mario game like i was watching one level of super mario wonder where it's like it's just it's a musical and you get like more points if you jump on beat and it's like it's not a rhythm game like you don't die if you miss like your jump you just like the more you excel at the game the more it rewards you and it's just like an infinitely rewarding experience for anyone playing because like the 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 more you do it the better you get at it and the better your reward is at the end and it's just like nintendo always seems to just tap into that fun gameplay cycle of like do A, get B, end up at C, and then you just want to keep doing it. Where some games are like extremely repetitive or yeah. like they lose out or you know, like and they I think, just don't I think, get it. Did you watch Donkey's new video on this? No, I didn't get a chance yet. He says a he says a pretty good thing in there in that video, like how the story and the plot of a Super Mario game are two different things. Oh yeah. Yeah, like the plot is always Mario go save Bowser from killing princess peach or whatever but the story is the like actual game itself right like what you're doing yeah. in the game and stuff like that like that's the real story is the the, the level design the music the the new yeah. elements they add to it every time in this game apparently like every level has two levels actually like mm-hmm. because of the flower the new flower they introduced yeah i forget what it's called but apparently it like duplicates the level and makes it like a whole new format which is crazy yeah like you get I, double the game i saw one level like it's a, your typical Mario level. You you know, you get from point A to point B, jump, jump on Goomba's heads, fight some Koopas. And then, yeah, this like Wonder Flower, I think it's called, is like you get it and then it changes the way you approach the the regular format. Like one of them was like you play as a Goomba and it's a stealth mission because like there's an enemy trying to fight you. So you oh, use, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I use that, the yeah. like, you use the bushes and the like trees and you hide behind them. And like the point is to get from point A to point B, but not get caught, which is like fairly new for the Mario series. And it's just little things like that, that are just like, they exist. Like stealth missions aren't new to gaming, but it's like the first time implemented in a Mario A to B side scroller. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I can never get over how like crazy, nintendo is at just like making a fun experience yeah exactly their their games are really like i wouldn't say they're 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 like well well i'll rephrase this like i think what nintendo does so differently is like they focused on the game itself right like you just said they focus on making new aspects of the game making adding new elements keeping it fun yeah they're not like you know, Western companies where it's like, oh, we added ray tracing, you know, like they don't give yeah. a fuck about that. They're still running no. their games on like 1080p fucking 20 year old software at this point. And they don't. Well, it, 
and, and I think it's funny that that this is always an argument that like, oh, Nintendo's graphics aren't the latest, but like the games will look nice. Yeah, exactly. A cute art style will never like be out of date. That's the thing. Like you could yeah, always exactly. go back to like Paper Mario and be like, holy shit. Like sure, like you can see some pixelation, but like this style is phenomenal and it doesn't mm-hmm. like it makes the gameplay more immersive where, where instead of like you load in a character in I don't know what's a a game known for having like crazy graphics like Starfield and then in five ten years Starfield will look like cyberpunk mm-hmm. you know like it'll look not as up to date it'll look kind of uncanny the graphics won't be as good because realism can only get more real looking mm-hmm. and every time we look back it's just never as good as like the first time we played it but when you have a cute art style something like that or like yarn yoshi you look at that and you're like wow that's gonna look consistent you know 10 15 years from now still yeah exactly and they don't need graphics in that sense of like realism to keep keep players like that's not it's it's the gameplay cycle like nintendo's always asking is like is this fun for the player whereas a lot of games kind of lose sight of that especially in the western world when it's not about you know the love of the game it, it's boiled down to like how much of this can we sell yeah exactly yeah or like how can we profit off this microtransactions baby where you you know like fucking super mario 64 now in like 2023 is still like 80 dollars but like it's a fun game and people come back to it and play it all the time yeah exactly speaking of that though that was something that was brought up in donkey's video Nintendo and their fucking pricing for games. Yeah. He was making a joke about how the last side-scrolling Super Mario Bros. that came, that came out, the Wii U one, is still available to buy on the Nintendo store for the exact same price in oh. Wonder. Yeah. And he was like, so you can just fucking buy Wonder for the same price in the Wii U version. Why the fuck would you want to buy the Wii U version of the game? Yeah. But yeah. Like I said, it's premium pricing. It's yeah. fucking Nintendo Super Nintendo and sales Wonder. does not exist. Super Mario Wonder is the iPhone of video games. Like, I I mean, Nintendo is the Apple of, like, video games. Unless it's Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Poor Pokemon. Pokemon. It's just, like, that's exactly what I mean when you say, like, if Pokemon had just stuck with its, like, 2D style instead of trying to go into fucking 3d and using graphics from like the night like it just looks shitty because if they had kept that pokemon style they could update they're going from 2d to 3d it's going to be a hot mess in the first place it just wasn't executed properly they still haven't really figured it out like it's so disappointing to see a series that i grew up with like a pillar of nintendo like just completely kind of fall apart compared to the Mario and the Zelda of it all, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I get what they were trying to do with the the Pokemon games, especially, was it Arceus, the one that's, like, uh, open world, like, uh, yeah. like you can actually, like, see the Pokemon and, like, grab them kind of thing? Yeah. Like, I get what they were trying to do there, but, yeah, it it needed more work than what they, they it's had like released. I, yeah, I feel like the, the jump was too big. 
They can't. And that was they, the problem. If they're going to release a game like that, don't release it on the typical Pokemon schedule of one game per year, right? Or oh, two, exactly. two games, 100%. I guess, whatever. That's a game that you need to let your devs cook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Speaking of Nintendo, though, all good things must come to an end. <laughs> Nintendo. It's like, Nintendo's great. It's like one step forward, <laughs> two steps back, baby. Nintendo is great when it makes games. Nintendo is great when it, like with their games like just their games but when it comes to interacting with their customers and the people that play the games they're probably the worst company out there if not the worst like i don't know (laughs) i mean they're not like downright hateful (laughs) yet but like yeah they make some pretty questionable decisions so nintendo this has been going on for a while now nintendo's been trying to crack down on super smash bro tournaments I remember talking about this in the pod, like even last year, they, yeah. they've been trying for a while to like put the kibosh on it. They don't want people playing their fucking games unless it's like a licensed tournament or whatever. Yeah. So they released a new set of guidelines for Smash tournaments. I don't think it's Smash explicitly, is it? It's just all community, community tournaments. Sorry, yeah. Community tournaments, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, the, well, because like... Um, Splatoon is huge in Japan with like mm. their tournament and stuff like that. Like it's actually yeah. I don't want to say like an esport, but like it's almost at that level of like competitiveness, right? Like there's a whole online competitive community in Japan regarding Splatoon. And this kind of affects us on the western side of things. Yeah. So their tournament rules essentially are According to the new guidelines, in addition to being non-profit events, Smash tournaments would, al- would also be, able- be limited to 200 participants, unable to set prizes above $5,000, unable to have sponsors, and forbidden from using modified versions of Nintendo games, which was the big thing that happened last year, too, if I remember yeah. correctly. I mean, that uh, one makes sense, because if, like, I understand them not wanting to see modded games. Yeah, there's, yeah. From their perspective, it makes sense because they want yeah. you to use their property, like their their actual game. And I know, and I think this is because Nintendo does host their own tournaments and stuff like that. Well, this is what these these guidelines are for. They're, they're basically yeah. forcing the people to go out and ask Nintendo for a license because you need to get one of their licenses now to do it. Yeah, from, directly from Nintendo. However, the company states that it's up to Nintendo's sole discretion whether or not a license will be granted to a corporation or organization. Given Nintendo's track record, many fans are worried this will lead to some of these restrictions that trickle down to bigger esports events exactly. or make holding a Smash Bros. tournament too much of a headache to even bother in the first place. Because, yeah, we all, we're all we all aware that Nintendo is uh, not the best, again, like we said, with customers. So Yeah. And I'm surprised that they even know what a fucking Super Smash Bros. tournament is in the first place, right? <laughs> okay, like, that's how I, out of the loop they are with things, usually. <laughs> I just saw the most fucking hilarious unserious twitter post so Amelie um, pro who goes by the axe is their name they posted on twitter saying <laughs> nintendo released some strict guidelines for tournaments without an official nintendo license that's extremely concerning especially for melee events i'm scared for my life <laughs> just just the most like be serious and then they shared the like the community tournament guidelines but like this is hilarious. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. But, again, like we said, it's it's not the first time Nintendo's done something like this to piss off a fan base or... Yeah. 
They they're extremely protective of their IPs. Yeah, very very protective. Like yeah. what was it like 10 years ago whenever you, you even wanted to like sh- make a let's play video on YouTube, you they would they take would all your the music. Yeah, or they would just yeah. take all your fucking uh ad rev from the video unless you like signed on as a Nintendo partner or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing or if they dropped that. I think they dropped it, but like They've tried every year. They try something to really like protect their IP and piss off everyone in the process. Yeah. So like on one hand, I get it that you like, you know, you want to make sure your product is always seen in the best light. And like, if you as a company host your own tournaments, you don't want other people kind of taking away that share of, uh, but it's, it's excessive. Like for offline tournaments, like a cap of 200 to 300 like 200 for offline tournaments or 300 for online tournaments like i it's just it's weird to me yeah i don't know why they would put a cap on that yeah like why why bother why put that in why put that in if it's not money coming from your pocket right like nintendo's not paying for this these prize pools yeah exactly so and why that's does the they thing give like yeah exactly why limit it to like 5000 well this is uh yeah, five thousand dollars US. Like, why price cap things? I don't. I mean, maybe if like, say a prize tournament was like twenty five thousand dollars, and somebody won it, and then there was like a fight, and then next thing you know, oh, like professional melee player Axe murdered over twenty five thousand dollar like uh, tournament prize. I can kind of see that as being like a great that's gonna make our company look bad type of thing <laughs> jesus christ bless you but yeah some of the like top uh players i guess in super smash came out and like said things it's so, like yeah. one of them said oh yes it is that time of the year when nintendo remembers to ruin the day of every smash player <laughs> <laughs> fuck fuck nintendo they're like a five-year-old screaming for attention at all times when it comes to competitive smash and then one one other person went on to say he's like he's like i don't give a shit i'm still running my own tournaments he's like i'm gonna keep running it every fucking month until lawyers come talk to me in person he said yeah i'm not gonna stop out of fear he's like they're gonna come to me directly with a document he's like until then i'm fucking calling their bluff (laughs) yeah because yeah well i think another thing too is just nintendo Someone needs to sit down with the people at Nintendo and teach them what the internet is. If they would learn what the internet is, they would maybe be more open to understanding what these tournaments are, right? I feel like yeah. they're so like 20 years stuck in the past. Like, online in general. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what the but fuck's an online? I think a, the major problem, and like, because the, the servers for Splatoon are fucking garbage here in, <laughs> in the West, but in like... In Japan, these issues are non-existent. Like, that's the problem. Is like, they just don't care about... I don't want to say they don't care about their market in the West, but it's like, it's not their primary audience, so they're not as focused as they are with their actual, like, at-home audience, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, do you really think that, like, masahiro sakurai is gonna show up at your house here in like rural wisconsin (laughs) because you're like hosting a no but at the same time it's just more so like liability to cover their own asses in the event of like i said like 
Ma- oh, that wasn't Nintendo, sorry. Axe being murdered for a $25,000 melee prize tournament. Like, Yeah. I was going to bring up the story about how the they sent like the fucking cowboy policeman after the fucking oh, dude. Yeah. But then that was oh, yeah, not that, that was not them. That was Magic the Gathering. <laughs> that was Wizards yeah. of the Coast. They oh, sent that's the fucking... not surprising at all. They're assholes with their IP. <laughs> yeah, I forget what yeah. that fucking you know what I'm talking about though. The cowboy police, whatever yeah, the fuck the, they're called. Um, the mercenaries essentially like, yeah they're not like actual cops yeah they sent like fucking mercenaries to the guy's <laughs> door to steal his fucking magic to they're a family cards. i know I, I, uh, shit. I can't remember yeah. the name off the top of my head let me look I it up magic the gathering uh guy gets cards taken are you looking police. it up i don't know i don't know what the fucking I'm trying to find the article again. April 2023, that must be it. Okay. Are you there? Oh, the Pinkertons. There you go. Pinkertons. They sent the fucking Pinkertons after the... Pinkertons, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, they sent the Pinkertons after the fucking YouTuber to steal his fucking (laughs) Wish of the Gathering... Magic the Gathering cards. Jesus. (laughs) So fucking funny, but yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about... Another amazing game that came out. Oh, Matt's been jerking <laughs> off over this. I'm like so heartbroken that I can't play it. You have no idea, guys. Marvel's so, Spider-Man 2 it's, came out. Okay. Oh, we didn't even talk about like what I wanted to say about Super Mario Wonder, where like the reviews are getting like either perfect scores or like high 90s. I haven't seen yeah. a Mario review that was like lower than 95. Yeah, exactly. And another game that's getting like raving reviews is marvel spider-man 2 yeah which i saw Not somebody surprising. say that like this is the like like the next installment of like the arkham knight series yeah people were saying that it finally like overtook arkham city and arkham knight as like the best superhero game ever yeah which is like huge fucking shoes to fill and i don't understand because this game is only what like 12 to 15 hours for regular completion and then like 30 hours for like a full completion am i wrong there what what uh uh, i don't remember off the top of my head but wait hold on i'm pretty sure it was like 20 to 30 hours like normal completion hold on because i i saw someone say 30 hours for like full completion how long let's look it up around 15 hours to do the main campaign yeah and if you want 100%, then 30 hours, yeah? Yeah, that's Isn't that not how long very the first long one at was? all. That's how long Miles Morales was, wasn't it? No, Miles Morales was 12 hours for to 100% it? The main, for Marvel Spider-Man 1, 15 hours to beat the main story, 30 hours to be completionist. Exact same length. Really? Yeah. Huh. And I mean, realistically, at the end of the day, does length really matter? I'm of the no. opinion that it doesn't, as long as the... No. As long as the story resolves itself in the proper, like, the proper way, right? Like, as long as they're able to tell a story in 15 hours, it's fine, right? Oh, yeah. So. And, like, the gameplay is fun enough. Like I said, the gameplay loop is just fun to keep going and keep playing. Yeah. But unfortunately, we're not, we're, we're, 
we're PC master, master race, so we don't get to play Spider-Man 2. You have no idea. The thought slipped into my head. I was like, do I buy a PS5 just for Spider-Man? But like, Bro, I just, still have a PS4 that I haven't touched in years, so I'm like, nah. Dude, just buy the PS5, beat the game, and return it at 30 days. <laughs> no. And you'll be it you'll looks be good. so good. And uh, yeah, to finally so, have a game that like rivals the Arkham games, I'm. Uh, so I've I've been I've been actively trying to avoid spoiler spoilers. Matt has been quote unquote actively trying to avoid spoilers. That's the difference right there. Okay, I don't <laughs> consider like any information about the game a spoiler. Like I want to see the suits. The suits don't fucking spoil the game. Like there's yeah. the exception of like that one, like the the anti ox suit being like the you know the suit that you get right before the final boss fight. So like yeah, kind of spoilery. But like there's just so much love to the Spider Man comics this time around, and like all the suits that are available, they're so hot. I can't. <laughs> I'm gooning over this game, and I'm I can't I can't. <laughs> I literally have a hard time believing Matt likes Batman more than Spider Man at this point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you don't know how far the Batman rabbit hole goes. <laughs> Harlequin Chaos, my online username, stems from Batman. Like, And if you were four years old now and Spider-Man 2 was coming out, your username would probably be Spider-Man inspired, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> be like Silk Slinger or something. <laughs> That's your fucking... <laughs> My OC? fans account. Oh, okay. <laughs> Silk <My OF>. slinger. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just like how uh, Super Mario Wonder was the fastest selling game in Europe, Spider-Man 2 is the fastest selling game in PlayStation history. Uh, PlayStation Game Studios. So like PlayStation made game, I guess. Yeah. That yeah, made by PlayStation in history. And there's... 2.5 million copies that were sold in the first 24 hours so crazy they're doing I think crazy it, i think it's because i remember growing up in the late 90s and early 2000s and like most superhero games were a joke and then True. like yeah. arkham asylum came around and was kind of like okay from now on if you're making a superhero game and it's not this good you're fucking up yeah. So, and the only games to so far be able to live up to it have been like the Spider-Man games, which I think is still wild that it is 2023 <laughs> and most superhero games suck ass with the exception yeah. of a few. So, and, and I, I think, mean, I think Insomniac has really become uh rock city. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they're, they're like the new the new rock study that I think people know Insomniac has nailed the formula for these games because now they're moving forward doing other games, right? Like Wolverine is coming out next year and I'm super hyped yeah. for that because I know it's going to deliver on the same level as Spider-Man. Exactly. I'm sure it will. Yeah. And then they're he they've teased of doing a, a Venom uh spin-off too, which is going to probably bang too because it's fucking Insomniac. Like yeah. they've they've nailed the formula and and i think and it's they don't so need to funny from it that they talked about and i know we talked about this on the pod like 100 episodes ago um about how marvel spider-man like basically took the blueprint that was like arkham city and like almost copied it at some points you can look and like kind of hold the two up together and be like okay you just copied their homework but like 
this, like with Miles Morales and now Spider-Man 2, they kind of, they did their own thing with it, which is cool. But just the fact that Rocksteady was like a literal game changer. Like it was like Mm -hmm. in terms of how these games are played. And now we're like, we're finally advancing and moving forward. And it's so great. I want to see like an Into the Spider-Verse game. Like, can you imagine being able to play as not just like Peter and Miles, but like all the different Peters and like Spider Gwen? Like, there's so many characters that are now very loved because they're getting movies on the fucking big screen. Like, Spider Man has always been huge, but like, it's going through I think a renaissance now mm-hmm. of of everybody like re falling in love with Spider Man and not just Peter, but like Miles and Gwen and and all the other versions of Peter. And it's like now would be the perfect time to to capsulize on that, like the whole multiverse concept is overused as shit, but Spider-Man once again did it in such a way that is like, makes you want to keep coming back to it. So I think we're getting this resurgence in Spider-Man stuff too, in these recent years because of the like inherent nature of what Spider-Man is. Right. Like the reason why we're not getting like Superman is because, well, he's hard to write a a good story about Batman you're killing half of your potential like audience if you do an actual like dark Batman, which is what people want, right? And that's why yeah. these companies don't want to do that because they're uh, they're going to lose their fan base or whatever. Yeah. With Spider Man, it's always been a child friendly story. It's always yeah. been super colorful and like never edgy. I don't think it's ever been edgy ever. So like it's always been that kind of safe thing that yeah you know companies love nowadays. So that's why they're pumping stuff out with Spider Man. Most of it has been good so far, so that's good. It's not, not, it's not like it's just a cash cow and no quality behind it. There exactly. actually is And the thing about Spider-Man 2 is, like, we're getting to see a new... And this is kind of spoilers, so cover your ears, Isaiah. But, like, we're getting to see a more grown-up Peter, where in the first game, there were references to, like, oh, Spider-Man started off at, like, 15, but now he's 23. And then now in Marvel Spider-Man, I think it's, like, a couple years later, even, and, like... Spider-Man's no longer a kid. He he becomes a professor. And, like, Miles is still kind of young. So we're getting that, like, that younger version of Spider-Man through Miles. But we're also getting, like, a more grown-up, more mature. The stakes are higher. Things are a little bit more serious with, like, an adult Spider-Man. Which we've seen already in, like, the Into the Spider-Verse movie, like, the first one. With having, like, Peter B. Parker be a, like, mature, aged-up adult Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And I just think like that's a a great new take, and it's about time that we start. I don't want to say like g- growing out of super like the Spider Man being child friendly because it can still be child friendly, but it's just like we're not retelling the same story anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which was for this for whatever fucking reason, the early two thousands was really bad at just like every time there was like a new Batman. Or a new Superman. It was just all was the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I like to shit on them. But like they finally realized like, hey, we have all these characters. We have all this potential. Let's start telling a coherent story. And like, yeah, yeah. And I think what it really helps, too, is that like you would be hard pressed to say, well, yeah, I think the only other person that would beat Spider-Man when it comes to 
like its rogue gallery would be probably Batman, right? Oh, but like, yeah. Spider Man is such a crazy, like, unique rogue gallery, like from Doc yeah. Ock to Craven to Lizard to Scorpion to Carnage to Vulture, you know, Sandman. They have yeah. everyone that's so unique, Green Goblin, like all these unique people uh, or rogue, rogue gallery enemies that are like it just makes this allows you to have so much more story, right? Like you can you yeah. have so many more like options for stories. One guy's a giant stories. fucking lizard and he lives in the sewers and like that's terrifying. And like one of them is a symbiotic <laughs> alien from another planet that wants to like corrupt you. Like that's cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And how they even made a fat guy cool. Kingpin. He doesn't even have a power. <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's, just, he's just big. He's just, he's just fat and he's he's capitalism personified <laughs> yeah. and you get to kick his ass. Like it's great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the thing about like Spider-Man and Batman that they do have in common uh, is that like they're very human. They're and, both like, animal yes, inspired. <laughs> the sh- the sh- the sh- shut up. This isn't a guessing game. This is the point <laughs> that like. Yes, there's, like, Spider-Man technically is, like, he has super strength and agility and all that stuff. But, like, it's a there's a story regarding Peter Parker and, like, his struggles as a, not even, only as a person, but, like, as an icon that people can look up to. And it's the same thing with Batman. Like, he's, he's only human, yet he goes up against all these, like, titans who have, like, you know, science, magic, fucking arcane powers and shit. And he you can still like stand your ground against them but like versus someone like a game with like superman or a game like like wonder woman where you're playing as these like super op characters who can like topple buildings with a flick it's just like not the same kind of you can't balance that you can't relate to Mm -hmm. that as a human and you can't uh create that in a game world where the stakes are then high enough that it matters to you, but at the same time is still fun and impactful. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why like Spider-Man and Batman are kind of unique in the sense that not, we're not going to get many other superhero games that are good. Like, look at the suicide squad. Like that's still up in the air. Yeah. That, that shit's never coming up. <laughs> no, well, maybe <laughs> we'll see if it's good, but like, yeah. like you said, like, even though, like, for example, like Wolverine is their next game, Insomniac is making. Like, Wolverine isn't a big name like Superman or Spider Man. Like, no. We don't, like, the average person wouldn't know his rogue gallery or, like, his, you know, really his story outside the fact that he was an yeah. X Men. So, like, exactly. it's, it's, it's interesting that they're going to take that property and make a game out of it. But, like, Insomniac has our confidence now, right? That we know that it's going to still be a good game, I think. Yeah. they've proven themselves yeah and they're going a lot at they're they're staying uh like loyal to like what the what wolverine is and they're doing a super edgy game it's actually like m-rated yeah it's going to be like a full blood and gore game because that's what what it is what was the the wolverine movie the last one was it called x or something logan Logan. that was was literally just like yeah hugh jackman that one was like the most edgy one yeah yeah because they, they were so true to the character. It wasn't an X-Men movie, and so it didn't have those limitations of, like, you can't yeah. show blood, you can't, you know. Yeah, it wasn't a PG-13 action superhero movie. It was. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a huge thing moving yeah. forward. We might actually. Ooh, remember the Deadpool game that came out? How did people respond to that? The Deadpool game? Yeah. I think it was all right. I don't think. 
I don't think it, did, it it popped off like yeah, it has good ratings. Like it's nine out of ten, ten out of ten. But I don't think it popped off as well as it could have. Could have. Yeah. Who made it? High Moon Studios. What the fuck? High Moon Studios. They're the ones that made all the That's... Transformers games. Okay. <laughs> oh, they made. Oh, they made Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare, Modern Warfare. Oh, okay. They're like the they're the they new company. Destiny. They're the new company behind the Call of Duty games. It's no longer okay. whatever the fuck they're called. They worked on Destiny and Destiny 2. Because mm. I, I remember mean, when that came out, but like it wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't well received, but it just wasn't as popular as I feel like Deadpool would be a perfect character for this type of game, right? A little more yeah. like nuanced and jokey, but still like fits the, I want to call it like the Arkham City um, format. It would still do it justice that type of game yeah true i mean this, so i don't know this. i never played it maybe i should look into it at least <laughs> yeah well before we wrap let's finish with stupid people on the internet corner Woo! <laughs> uh, first one here, I'll send you a little video that goes with it. You don't need to listen yeah. to it all, but just you can take a look. First person on the internet, I don't know if you heard about this, but a man got arrested recently doing a crazy road rage, like insane road rage. So this guy filmed himself completely in 360 degrees because he's not the uh, he's not the bad guy in the situation, right? He's that kind of person. Uh-huh. Recorded himself in 360 degrees, like 10 different dash cams, blasting through a parade uh, in his vehicle. Jesus so he was on the highway and he was mad that a bunch of exits were closed. And in the video, you'll see he decides to take the next exit that's still closed, like smash through the whole cop like uh, barricade, go up onto the sidewalk, do like a freaking wheelie just to get past the cops, uh, flicks a finger at them, like screaming in his car. Like you can listen to the, the dash cam footage, just him talking. You can see his face. Yeah. He's fucking yelling and shouting and fucking swearing up and down. And he ends up on the road with the parade and just drives right through the parade. Luckily, no one got hit. No one got injured. But he just zinged right through the parade. All that just to get home. It's true main character energy, man, right there. Yeah. And he got arrested. And uh, I want you to guess. Do you think this guy has a criminal record already before getting arrested for this? I want to say yes. Yes, he's but been I've... he's been in and out of jail ever since he's twelve years old. Okay, well, for guess what? Drugs? Nope. An- anger issues? Diddling kids. Oh. His entire life in and out of prison for diddling kids, child pornography, uh, rape, stalking, <laughs> stuff like that. So clearly, a very, very, very mentally sane man here. Obviously, that we have as part yeah. of society, and he decided to smash through a parade. Uh, Thankfully, it was the like best case scenario. This whole affair, no one died, no one got hurt. Yeah. But yeah, these are dumb people on the internet. And the only reason why I'm including him here that? in the corner How is you... because he filmed it all. That's the only reason why I'm including him here today in the dumb people on the internet. That too, or like. <laughs> How did this get uploaded? Like, I don't understand. I have no idea. I think the guy just thought he was in the right or something. I don't know. I mean, uh, the police probably showed up at his house and then realized he had a dash cam and, like, confiscated the footage. But, like... Why would they uh, upload the, it? The top comment on Reddit is just, like, 
do you park and just think you're going on with life right here? Like you drive through a fucking parade, you like <laughs> put people's lives in danger. The police are actively chasing you. Do you just like go home, pull up in your driveway, park, get out, <laughs> open your door, you know, throw your keys on the counter and like throw your feet up on the couch? Like what? What like what 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 do you think is going to fucking happen when you act this stupid? Like mm-hmm. ah, man. Yeah, he was he was driving on a suspended license and didn't have insurance too. That was also of course, obviously. Yeah, so I mean, even though he didn't kill anyone, I mean, I hope he just gets locked away for life because clearly not a sane man, so he shouldn't be part of society in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, second story because I have two this week. Yeah, this is more of YouTuber drama, but it's still just stupid. So I'm going to talk about it now. So, do you know who SS Sniper Wolf is? Probably not. No. So she's like an OG YouTuber. She's been around for like since YouTube started. She was like one of those, one of the first, like the OG girl gamer, essentially. She would, <laughs> she would play Call of Duty and stuff like that. And that's how she got yeah. famous, being like the only one in the gaming industry, kind of. And yeah. nowadays she just makes TikToks. Very, very low quality, like TikTok reactions on YouTube. Yeah. Like to the point that people think she's not actually actively reacting to the content. Like people, <laughs> people have, fig- have seen like her. Like, her reactions don't match up with the video playing on screen. Like, sometimes it seems like she's reading off a script. And, like, yeah. some most of the time, she's, it seems like she knows what's going to happen in the video. And she, like, predicts it always, all the time. And it just seems, like, obvious that she's it's just all scripted. So, yeah. very low-tier quality content. And she makes millions and millions of views off of this. Anyways, other YouTuber, Jax Films. He's also an OG guy. Been around since the start. Decided I to make that one. Decided that to make a channel. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah. He decided to make a channel entirely dedicated to fucking hating on her, essentially. <laughs> so he just hated on her content. So he would react to her content and just like point out how like she's stealing content because she's just barely even reacting because like reaction supposed to be yeah. transformative, right? Exactly. She's barely reacting. She's just like, oh my God, or laughing every time something happens on screen. Like yeah. very, very low quality stuff. Uh it's then he essentially making, that thing that TikTokers do where they repost content and like stick just their point face at in it. it. Yeah, and just exactly. point at it or whatever. Essentially the same thing just for YouTube. Yeah. And he's he started making like joke videos where he, he calls it like Sniper Wolf Bingo, where everything something happens in a video, he he puts it on his Plays like bingo, bingo card. Yeah. So like she always uses like the same filters, the same edits. She always uses like the same sentences. So he put he ma- he makes like a bingo card and like reacts to the, a video and like gets bingos all the time, stuff yeah. like that. Like just how repetitive the videos are. Anyways, they've been fighting on Twitter for a bit. Her and him over this stuff, mm-hmm. saying it's not transformative and she's ruining like the reaction, like what reactions should be about and stuff like that and stealing content. She decided to go to his house. Take a picture of his house from the outside, post it on social media for 5 million followers to see and say, come outside and talk to me like a man <laughs> instead of over the Internet. So she yeah. full she full on docks Jack's films online. Uh, so Jack's films got super upset about that because he got fucking well, no doxed. Shit. He got doxed. So he asked for YouTube to like ban her because it goes against the terms of service. Right. Like yeah. get rid of her. And YouTube. Uh suspended her monetization for a week didn't even banner or like wow temp banner that's a anything. slap on the wrist yeah. yeah so this is where people are losing their minds that you know sniper wolf got away with this just because she's a cash cow for youtube she's uh-huh. like one of the most friendly like you like yeah ad, ad friendly 
people on the platform and she's still getting away with like just posting these shitty fucking reaction videos that are completely like scripted and like low effort and she got nothing but a slap on the wrist like a suspension of monetization which really doesn't matter because she still posts the tiktok and other platforms that get her money anyway so yeah so i just think so many of these platforms are so hypocritical when it comes to things like that yeah they selectively enforce rules you mean yeah because they know that like when someone who is super popular who brings in a lot of income breaks the rules they don't fucking do anything about it yeah it's the same thing that twitch does right if you're a guy streamer oh, yeah. and you show like accidental nudity in like Baldur's Gate 3 or Insta Band, but you know, yeah, we have full blown titty streamers on there that are in the hot tub <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> streaming, that's fine, you know, like it's very selective enforcement. But yeah, that was just what I wanted to say. The doxing on the internet thing was stupid. That's exactly how you get I, it's, into big like, shit. It's, Cause it's is a crime, someone a crime, yeah, yeah, that is like, an actual crime, be. too. It is a crime, too, so that's why. Like, even Jack's film said that he's, like, he doesn't want to, like, ruin her whole life like that far. No. But he said that at least YouTube do something. He's a professional hater, not a fucking criminal. Like, Well, yeah, and even he even makes sure, like, he says in every video, like, when he, like, obviously Twitter and Reddit lost their mind and said, oh, he's actually the bad guy and all this because he's making all this content about her hating on her. And he said it himself. He's, like, go through all his videos. He doesn't say a single bad thing about her as a person. He just, he makes fun of her content and how yeah, it's exactly. not. Like it's ruining not reactions. reflective of yeah. her as a person. Exactly. Yeah. He has nothing against her, but what she does on the platform, what she's, how she's ruining the reactions for everyone, essentially. Yeah. So anyways, that's what I wanted to say was the doxing situation. Well, that's our new segment today <laughs> on people on the internet being stupid. <laughs> Every week we'll always have plenty of <laughs> exactly. fucking things to have. This is a great segment. Yeah. I love it. Anyways, we'll wrap here. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 104. Until then, bye-bye, everybody. Bye.